Let's make this happen in four, three, two, one. Week one, NCAA. It's your favorite PhD. It's me. It's me. It's Dr. Goose on the line with my boy on the other side of the state, Mr. Fermi. It has been a long time, but we are back. I am happy to be back, man. Week one officially, week zero, passed us by quickly, but let's get let's get into it. Well, so, I was I was 0-2 and you were 2-0. You want to talk about last week at all? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I hit, I hit Fresno State, UConn under 63. I hit UTEP minus 9.5 over New Mexico State. And I was happy to see Illinois beat, um, or Illinois won outright. So that was nice over... Um, Nebraska. I took a hit on that. I, I had that over uh, for both games for Fresno State and, and UConn, and they just pulled up UConn. I, you know, they, they might be a team to watch, actually, not to say to win, but like later in the season when they're in rhythm and they're against other trash teams, I could certainly see a lot of points being put up uh, by that team. And then Hawaii just had no response. Uh, I, I thought Chip Kelly, I think they could have put up 70 by themselves if they wanted to for me, but he just called off the dogs. Yeah, they look good. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much you can gain out of that Hawaii matchup, but um, their offense was clicking. I can't be any more excited than I am for this week. Um, to me, this is this is Christmas all over. It's meat fest. Um, hanging out with friends. We're gonna deep fry a prime rib. Any plans for me before we uh, get into the picks? <laughs> no, um, just a little bit of golf on Friday and Saturday. We have a picnic on Sunday. Um, and we're doing crabs on Monday, so it's going to be awesome. I like it. Let's get into it. There's a couple games. Uh, there's a game tonight. you got a pick for tonight for me. Anyone that happens to get this early? No, I, I don't think I'm going to bet it. I, it it's going to be a good game, UAB versus Jacksonville State. I think the line is down close to 16. Um, Jacksonville State's going to hang around. I, if, if anything, I'd be on the over. I think it's a 51 and a half. I don't think that's where a lot of the money's coming in, though. I think it's looking like an under because both teams are pretty run heavy. So we'll see what happens. If I do anything, it's going to be on the over. I would have to say that I think the best game that I would take, if I were to take one tomorrow night, East Carolina, Appalachian State over. Um, I really think Appalachian State um, is solid up and down the river. I understand they rotate coaches and players, but it's they're just system guys, right? Like, they just win. They're long-term. And I love this offense on East Carolina. I mean, 10 returning starters this year. You have Holton Aylers, who's a monster. He's got wide receivers up and down the river. C.J. Johnson, who he's been playing with. I mean, when they get in sync and rhythm, they can certainly score. Obviously, Appalachian State's defense is good. The only thing that I would say for me, we were talking about the hurricane, maybe keep an eye out for the weather for these first couple Thursday games. Um, but other than that, I, you know, I'm thinking about maybe taking that over 56 and a half. Uh, it's certainly on my mind. Um, any of those games on Thursday that stick out to you, Temple, Rutgers, Boise State, Central Florida, South Florida, North Carolina State. I know you're high on NC State. Uh, Tennessee Bowling Green, Ohio State, and uh, Minnesota. Boy, Tennessee minus 35 is kind of juicy, but, uh, man, I could see them putting up 52 to nothing on them too. Yeah, I. if anything, I, I'm really intrigued by the Ohio State-Minnesota game. I like Minnesota, um, but I would really like it a lot more if it was 14.5 instead of 13.5, so I don't know if I'm going to play that one. The other game that's intriguing to me is UNC at Virginia Tech. UNC lost a lot of talent from last year to the NFL, 
those running backs and their top two wideouts. But Sam Howell's back, and he's going to be slinging it around. Um, I think it's going to be a really good game. And I also think Justin Fuentes is on the hot seat, man. I think he, I mean, they, they're under 500 two of the last three years um, since Frank Gamer left. They, they got to win. And I just, I don't know if, if the talent's there um, in an ACC that's, that's pretty good. So um, I don't know that I'm going to bet any of these tomorrow night, honestly. I, I have a lot of games on tap for Saturday that I like, though. Um, am I... Am I am I reading this right on on Northwestern minus three against Michigan State? Is that a trap game there for me? I mean, that's you would think that with how bad Michigan State is, that Northwestern should smoke them, right? I mean, well, by smoke them, I mean like win like seventeen to three. Yeah, I mean they they just don't score points, and that's what that's what worries me. I was not a huge huge fan of Northwestern preseason. I even mentioned them as um, potentially even taking the under their win total. Um, so I'm going to fade that game. I want to see a little bit from both teams. And Michigan State's sort of been struggling the last couple of years, um, just not the Michigan State of old. So I don't like betting that one without seeing seeing something from, from both sides. I just want to let you know that when we talked in the pre-conversation, because my one computer went to crap and now I'm on my other computer, I just want to let you know that my heart sung when you said that you're thinking about taking Georgia State minus two at home against Army. If, if that doesn't show... How much influence I have on you. When we first started this, you were all SEC. You refused to go out of conference. Now you're talking Sunbelt Independent. Let's go, Fermi. Yeah, I, I do like Georgia State, man. I think they're going to. I mean, the only thing I don't love about that game is Army is always. They always stay in games. They slow the pace so much. Um, and the over under is only 49.5, which is actually pretty high for an Army game, it almost feels like. So, I love um, Cornelius Brown at quarterback so for Georgia I, State. So love I, him. He, he is a sleeper. He is. Anything? Any thoughts real quick on Penn State-Wisconsin? You know I got that under him. Uh, that line has been shifting in favor of Wisconsin. At some point for me, maybe I should think about taking a Penn State or when they're an underdog. You know, like Maybe it would be a good idea to take them money line just in case. You know what I mean? Yeah, it can be a smart hedge there. I am I am not betting that game. Um, just too close. I mean, two top 25 teams preseason. Uh, they both have similar styles. I just, I'm going to fade, but I, I, I'm, I might dabble in the Big Ten a little bit. Here's one I think I'm going to be a sucker on, to be quite honest with you. I think I'm going to take this over. I think I'm going to go back to the well for Fresno State and Oregon. It's at 64 I really like the fact, I mean, I, I, maybe I'm playing the old Oregon. I don't know. I don't know, you know, how great uh, Oregon's defense is. I do know that Thibodeau is a problem on the front line. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so their offense is, is good. I mean, they're, you know, they have a veteran line, they have a QB, and they have, like, you know, wide receivers that are just going to run up and down. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, does Cristobal, you know, step up the defense? I mean, I, I, I you know, I think back to um, that, whatever it was, Fiesta Bowl or whatever, when they played Iowa State. And I'm like, oh, man, they should be up and down the river. But it was just such a weird year. So, but Fresno State showed me that they can play. And they have some talent on their team. And, and I love Rivers, their running back. So, I mean, he's at least going to have to keep that defensive line in check, right? Like, you just can't 
you know, drop everyone back. Like, you're going to have to have linebackers up on him prepared to make tackles. And he's a threat out of the backfield as well, too, like catching. So, and their receivers showed that they could handle the ball. 64 to me, I mean, you know, just do the math on it, right? Also, if you hear a noise in the background, I, I, I fixed the... Uh, I fixed my mic, but now the air conditioner kicks on, so whatever. Um, but 64 to me seems totally reasonable. I, I think that, you know, Oregon can certainly put up over 40, and I definitely think that Fresno State can put up at least 28. So that to me says over 64 for Fresno State, Oregon. Fermi. Yeah, that's it. I, I wrote down that I was I was looking at the over. If I was going to bet that game, it would be the it would be the over. Um, the the other game I liked early on Saturday, and I, this is a huge spread, and I usually don't do these, but Tulane at Oklahoma minus thirty one and a half. I think Oklahoma just st- I mean this is like one of those fifty five to ten games. Right. Um, I I really like Spencer Rattler. Of course, he's you know one of the top Hawkins contenders. Might even be the favorite um, from a betting standpoint. Their their offensive line has 126 starts um, coming back, which is huge. And Tulane, their their biggest weakness this year is defense, and it's that doesn't line up well for this matchup. So I just I could see Oklahoma just destroying Tulane um, and working out some kinks and getting a lot of reps in. So. I like Oklahoma minus 31 and a half. We'll see if it makes my betting card on Saturday. What do you think of this? You and I are in disagreement here about this Indiana-Iowa game. I like Iowa minus three and a half. I, I, I think I'm I think I'm buying what the people who are anti-Indiana are selling, that this is a Penix-run team. I understand, like you said, they're loyal to their coach. But I don't know. Is there enough stability there for them to do this two years in a row for me? I don't, and that's a great question. Penix has two ACL tears, I believe, and um, he's coming off one from last year. So it's he's he's a big injury risk, but we know when he's playing, he's the one that makes the team run. I really like Thrifogel as well at wideout. He's going to have a really big year. Um, I'm leaning Indiana, but it, it is a tough one to bet, so I, I may end up fading it. What about this West Virginia-Maryland game? Any thoughts? I was looking at that. I mean... I personally like the over. I think it's a 56 and a half. Um, Tua's little brother, I forget how to say his first name, Tegavailoa, but he he's the quarterback for Maryland. Had a solid year last year when he came in. Um, I, I think there's going to be some points in that, and I don't think 56-5 is a big number. So that was where I was leaning, but I'm not sure it's going to, I don't know if I'm going to bet it or not. What do you think? I, you know what? It's really hard for me. I would say if, if I was going to go somewhere, I, I'd stay away entirely, to be honest with you. I don't know if, if how good West Virginia's defense is. I, don't, I can't say that they're going to give anything up. I, I really don't for me. I don't know. Um, Brown, this is what, his third or fourth year? I mean, they're projected to get six or seven wins this year, one of them including over Texas Tech. So um, they have to get this one if they're going to get there. It's going to be real hard for them otherwise. Um Maryland seems like one of those teams like they seem almost like a flash in the pan. Like they're going to put up 60 or they're going to, you know, put up 10. I really don't know how to gauge them. There's no consistency there that I've seen yet, have you? No. I'm I'm, I'm in total agreement. They're a tough tough team to predict. You ready for me and to they, go? I mean, they, beat, they beat Penn State last year. Yes. Uh, pretty handily, I think by like two or three scores. So, I mean, they're capable. I just I don't know. I don't have a good read. That's why I do think they can score, though. You, so that's why I was leaning over. I'm ready to not be a homer. Are you ready for this? Marshall minus two and a half over Navy. 
Wow, you like it. That's a pick. I think I'm going to put that down for sure. I, I think that Marshall's D is solid. I understand that they lost their defensive coordinator. He left. He was supposed to be their head coach, but they got uh, they have a new coach. He's 37 years old. His name's Charles Huff. He's the first African American coach in Marshall's history. Um, I think that these in, these players are individually going to play big. You know what I mean? And then cumulatively, it's just going to click for them. I, I think they're like. To me, even though they may not be as good as Appalachian State, they are the Appalachian State of Conference USA. Conference USA is trash for me, and I think if they get yeah. a good, I think if they get a good start, mind you, mind you, this team last year beat Appalachian State after App- Appalachian State was like twenty fourth in the country, and they were like you know picked to to do so much more, and they just kind of they just kind of fell apart. Um, there's nothing that will wow you, and I understand the argument for Navy, right? Keep it close, low scoring. I just don't see it, man. I think Navy's bad. I think they're in trouble. And I think that uh, this could be a lot of bad karma for the year. But um, I I probably should have seen something from Navy first. But I think Marshall makes a statement this game. I think they win this game by 10 points, in my opinion. Wow. Nice. How about you? What else are you leaning? So I like... Wow. So, I mean... I really like Cincinnati. So Cincinnati's at home against Miami of Ohio. They're minus 22 and a half. They're 11, 6, and 1 in their last 18 against the spread um, as a home fave. Their defense, as you know, last year was unstoppable. I think that's going to continue this year. Uh, Desmond Ritter's back, of course, and he's he's a stud. And dude, Luke Fickle is such a good coach. I mean, his experience at Ohio State, I mean, it's like he never really missed a beat. He had one bad season at Cincy and when he rebuilt, and, and since then he's been just dominant. So I like Cincy minus 22 and a half. I just, I don't think Miami can hang with them. I really don't. Um, and since he's, I mean, they're, they're going to be a top 10 team all year, in my opinion. Anything on Alabama-Miami? Oh, man. So Derek King, I, I'm glad he's back because he's so fun to watch in college. I, and I think they win this sort of the QB matchup there, and which is very important in college football. The problem is they lose every other matchup. So I think they can hang around for maybe two quarters, but I think Alabama late, you know, after a halftime adjustment, I think Saban's just too good. Um, and they just reload. I mean, they lost a ton from last year, but I don't, I don't know that it matters, honestly. I am glad they're playing Miami early. I think that's a, that's a good entertaining game for week one. I would say over, right? That's the only thing I yeah. I could think of. Yeah, I mean, unless Alabama's D is, I mean, like they could they could end up shutting them down. I just I love the pace of play that that Miami usually plays. So I think they will score. It's just a matter of is it going to be enough um, to get to hit the over? It's at sixty one and a half. Is I'll, what I'm saying. I'll tell you this: I can't wait for Saturday morning to see what the time frame is on the uh, time of the first score. Because I'll tell you what. I would love to see Alabama get that ball first. Yeah, because I think that's less than five minutes they'll score a touchdown. Um, that's a good. That's a good move. Speaking of uh, less than five minutes, I, I I can't stand Pitt, but they are playing UMass, whose old head coach, two timer, who actually won a Division One AA national title for them, uh, Whipple. He's the OC at Pitt. You think he puts up fifty two on them? He definitely, I mean, it's very possible. UMass is, their defense is a sieve, man. I it's bad. It's, the, the, yeah. the, it's Pitt minus 38, 
and then the over-under is 56. I don't care. I'll say it outright. There's going to be all these Pitt fans down at the game talking about how great their team is and, oh, we love Pitt, you know, and they're going to sing their happy crap songs and Pitt's going to blow them out. You know what I mean? And then they're going to get, you know, Tennessee the following week and hopefully lose. So if I were to take a side, I'd take Pitt minus 38, to be honest with you. I think they could put up 52. I just don't know. You'd be sitting there praying for Marshall, um, Massachusetts to uh, – to put up yeah. a touchdown and you might not get it. Um, oh, that could be a backdoor. That could be a backdoor cover for UMass if, yeah. if they just don't. If they don't get up forty-five, fifty early, I could see a late scoring. Oh, I could see. Cover. I could see Pitt putting up forty-two points in the first half. That that might be the play actually. A first half over because you cut that in half. You go. What is that? That's twenty-six. You could see a little juice in there. They would maybe make it twenty-seven. So that's got to be four touchdowns. I could certainly see that. That's a legitimate possibility too. Um, what do you What do you think about Western Michigan, Michigan? Do you have any thoughts on that, or is that only me? I know Western Michigan's supposed to be at the top of the MAC this year, and they have a pretty good offense. Um, yep. What is that? Seventeen? Is that what that line's at right now? Yeah, seventeen and a half, which is what's intriguing to me. I, I they have nineteen starters back. Tim Lester's been doing a great job, and like you said, they're going to contend for a MAC title. Harbaugh, dude, his seat, his seat's a, a little hot too. Ooh, real hot. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, your boy Alan Bowman is the starting QB there from Texas Tech. So. Yeah, he's not very good. <laughs> well, he's in. They're 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 going to continue running that pro spread like no huddle offense, and you know he can sling it at least. So he's going to feel comfortable there. It's just a matter of, you know, is the game plan good enough to. To blow him out. Well, so. Texas Tech almost got him killed. Like he had a collapsed lung. So, you know, say what you will. I guess yeah. I guess Michigan's offensive line should protect him better. But you know. Yeah, but I, I I like Western Michigan in this one. I think they can cover seventeen and a half. I think Michigan will win. But Western Michigan is going to put up a fight. They have a ton of talent back. There's got to be sharp money on this on this Texas game because that game was like minus seven, and now it's starting to get juiced in minus eight. And I, I think, I think there are like betting syndicates. I've been hearing some other stuff on some other podcast about guys dropping a ton of money on Texas for me against uh, UL Lafayette. Well, they're, I mean, that's going to be a really good matchup. Both are in the top twenty-five in the twenties. Um, it's going to be. I think that could be a dog fight, man. Louisiana won't go away. They're they're tough. We've seen. I don't know. Year. I don't know if they're that good this year. I think they're good enough to win the Sun Belt, which I bet on. I think they're good enough to win that, but I think the uh, the jig's up. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to come in and surprise anyone, like they did Iowa Perhaps. State. Yeah, and they also lost their running back, uh, Regus. I believe he's gone. Um, so that's going to be tough. San Jose State USC. That's an interesting matchup. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not on that game at all. How about um, Purdue Oregon State? You loved a little Oregon State Beavers last year. Sometimes I did, and so I like Jeff Brom as Purdue coach. I, that's the only reason I'm, I'm sort of not on that game. But I was. I looked at that game and I was leaning Oregon State. But I don't think I'm going to pull the trigger there. Uh, here's a pick for you. Have to do it. Texas Tech Houston. You already know for me. You, you're taking the over, aren't you? One hundred percent. Sixty-four. Are you kidding? Like yeah. I get it, right? Like, I follow them on Twitter, and I've been reading up about, like, this new defense, and everyone's committing to it. Like, come on, man. I already told you guys. They, they, they put in a new offensive coordinator who was a quarterback at Texas Tech. 
They are going to huck and chuck. They are not going to slow down. No matter what they do, their defense is going to get tired. Even if it's late, Houston has the pieces, okay? Like, their QB is good. Um, You know, um, a Holgerson is not going to stop. I don't see this. It's a minus one game for me. How does it not go over? Yeah. It, it should be back and forth. I don't think either team gets gets up big and runs away with it. Tune, Clayton Tune, that's it. He's a, he's a monster for Houston. I had to think about it. I found out how to pronounce Texas Tech's quarterback's last name. I thought it was show. It's Shuck. So, um, there you go. Put that one on the books. Guaranteed. Add that to it. Ooh. What, uh, what about LSU-UCLA after seeing UCLA next week? Or last week? Uh, I'm, I'm not down. That's not. I'll get there. That's on my screen. Oh, there it is. Uh, UCLA plus three over under sixty five. Wow, wow for me. I know. I do like LSU's defense, though. I mean, they had a really, really bad year last year. They brought in a new D coordinator, and they have nine starters back. But they're going to stay with the three, with the four three. So we'll see what happens. I don't know that I'm going to put any money on it just because um, I didn't like what I saw from them last year. But man, Charbonnet for UCLA last week. Six carries, 106, three touchdowns. I mean, that's not going to happen again. No, it isn't, but it doesn't need to for them to win the game. Also true. That's Here, insane. Here's your here's your boys. Texas San Antonio versus Illinois. Minus five and a half, Illinois. Boy, after beating Nebraska, boy, if that was higher for me, I'd say you'd be all over it. If it was like at six or seven, I think you'd be all over it. But five and a half is a weird number for me. What do you think? I still may take it, man. I really like UTSA this year. Remember the name Sincere McCormick. That guy is a stud, man. He's He already is the lead, school's leading rusher, and he's only played two years. So, he's. I mean, he had 980 at the true freshman, 1,400 last year, and he's returning as a sophomore because of COVID. I mean, this guy is legit. He's going to get He's going to get a ton of praise. I think he... I mean, he's, he is really good. So, I, I don't know. I mean, and last week, Illinois gave up over 100 to Adrian Martinez. And their running back also had like 30 or 40 yards. So, I, I think UTSA is going to be able to move the ball on the ground. I like Jeff Trailers as a coach. And I, I really like UTSA. Boy, that'd be a, he- that'd be a heck of a fall games. for me. For me, that'd be a heck of a fall for Illinois to beat Nebraska and then to lose to UTSA. Nebraska isn't any good, man. We know that. They haven't proven anything. Anything. Still. Well. I need that. Their season win total is at, at seven and a half. So this would be a big one for me if I can get off, get off to a, to that start. I, I, I did take it. That was one of my win total bets for this year. Quick talk about your boys down there in Florida. Aubrey Jones, finally he gets his his time to shine. So I think they're going to really change their offense with him at quarterback versus what they had last year with Trask. They are going to run the ball a ton. Um, I still think they're going to be hurry up to some degree, but I I just think they're going to use his legs more than his arm. And I'm, I'm, well, I think they're going to cover this week, but I'm not going to bet it, I don't think. I'm anxious, I'm really anxious to see how he holds up against the SEC defenses. Um, that's gonna that may tell the tale for their season. If he's healthy, I think they can hang in there. Do I take this over for Northern Illinois, Georgia Tech? Northern Illinois is horrible for me. Yeah, well, we we liked Georgia Tech last year in those yeah, overs, man. They, they were young and they both their freshmen are back, and um, they they could be tough. 
What is it, 58? 57. 57. That's not a bad number, man. I think they can score. I know they can score. That'd be really yeah, heavy. Yeah. That'd be really heavy on Georgia Tech. You need, yeah, to, you need them to put up. You need them to put up thirty-eight. And is 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 Northern Illinois good for twenty-one? I mean, I that, that's literally them covering covering the spread in the over because they're getting yeah, eighteen. Well, Georgia Tech's defense was not that good last year. Part of it was their the way they played offense so quickly. But uh, um, yeah, if I do, I'll tell you guys on Saturday. Um, we can't not talk about the marquee game. I mean, I really don't pay attention to this stuff. Georgia Clemson, what are your thoughts? I, oh boy. So in, in Phil Steele's magazine, these are the best two defensive line units in the entire country. Um, I looked at the under, but I, it's such an offensive game nowadays. I really, I don't think I can get under 50 and a half. Even if it's a defensive struggle, I feel like somebody could, I mean, 20, 28-23, 28-24, I mean, that, that's over. I, I just, these offenses are so good, I think they're going to score some points. I don't like picking a side here. I think this game is truly a toss-up. Yeah, I would, what is it, 50? Yeah. Yeah, 50, 50.5 is what I'm saying, yeah. Mm, I don't know. I have to think about that. Ooh, look at that San Diego State. Minus 31 against New Mexico State. God, they're awful. Oh, are they bad? Yeah, they are. I rode that that UTEP train last week. They'll probably cover. New Mm -hmm. Mexico State is... They're atrocious. Atrocious. Speaking of atrocious, let's talk about BYU-Arizona real quick. Man, am I cheering hard for Arizona, and they're bad. I I think this is a BYU win, but the over-under is 54. I don't know. Maybe they can cover that? (laughs) Maybe they'll... Maybe they'll huck and chuck the ball around? I have no real insight into this. I'm just I'm just winging it because the, the, we have to save the best for last because this is your top pick for me. You are going hard in the paint on Nevada over over California. I love Nevada. I love them for the year. I definitely like them in this game. They're right now plus three and a half. I I am definitely taking them. They are Carson Strong's back. They have their top four receivers back. Loaded defense. Jay Norvell is, has done a great job since he's come over. I really think they have a legit shot to win the game outright. Um, I'm definitely going to take the three and a half, but there is a chance I may go another unit and just take a money line. I, I like them. The travel doesn't concern me because um, they're not really traveling much at all. So I'm just, this is definitely my pick of the week. It'll, it'll be locked in. Love it. Speaking of that, so here's what's going to happen, guys. So on Saturday morning, i got to go to hot yoga. I gotta stretch myself out. I gotta get ready for all the chicken wings and all the pork belly and the deep fried prime rib. I'm gonna get that out of my system. Should be home around 10 o'clock. Fermi and I are gonna have a quick phone call. Five to seven minutes. We're just telling you our picks and anything that we've added from today. Maybe some leans have changed into actual picks. Maybe some picks we might say, nah, nah, the weather's changed. Nah, nah, this dude's out. Nope, got new information. So we're gonna make that thing quick. We appreciate everything, man. Our our viewership, our listen, not viewership. Our listeners have gone up progressively. Please keep sharing this. Please keep please keep sending this out to people and getting them to click, share, like, subscribe, the whole nine yards. We're gonna have a guest on on Saturday morning. They're gonna throw their picks out there. We're gonna keep this coming. Like I said, you can DM me or you can at me on Twitter at doctor underscore goose. The O's are zeros and the E is a three. Um, oh wait, no, no, it's just Doctor Goose. I don't have a three in there. Or do I, Fermi? Do you know? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. 
If you let, let's put it this way, you just do at under at doctor underscore G then zero zero S E. Let's just run with that one. If there's a three in there, maybe that's my Venmo. Hey, you can send me money if you want me to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best I can give you. So, well, let's continue to have fun. Let's continue to do this. Fermi, final thoughts before I close this thing out. I don't really have many. I just hope everybody's safe from this crazy hurricane that came through, and hopefully it gets out of here before the weekend so we can all enjoy week one football, man. Less than 30 minutes, people. We're going to keep this thing rolling all year. Hope that you download this one. If you don't, I hope you get the one on Saturday because remember, when you're with the anonymous gamblers, it's only a problem when you're losing. Talk to you guys on Saturday.